Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by Discover. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash, so you know already there's cash inside before even opening it. But in this case, it's stuff with your first year cash back match, and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, I'm fired up today because last night, history happened. LaMelo Ball got his first NBA start, and the Hornets got a nice W. I'm feeling good, BJ. History. (laughs) History. (laughs) It happened. It's his story. It's LaMelo's story. History. Wow. Wow. How far did you watch the game, BJ? Can you at least can you can you yeah, give me some I did. Hope? I did watch the game. Okay. And um it was a really good game. Play well. Um overtime. It's a good game. I missed the historical context, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm old. You know, there's a lot of things that go right that, over my head. That, that was for the Lamelo fans. I think that was for the uh, House yeah. of Highlights Lamelo Ball fans. History happened in there. But I, I will say this about Lamelo, in all seriousness, Lamelo Ball makes an impact on winning. Mm-hmm. Young man makes an impact on winning. Young man plays the game the right way. He's a terrific facilitator passes the ball he plays the game with a certain amount of enthusiasm that kind of permeates throughout the rest of the team it's infectious he's he, he's been he's he's been he's been great and what i like about him is that the veterans respect him yeah they like him because they seem he, to be it seems like a good a good combination of vets and young guys yeah he has a lot of flair to his game but he's very fundamentally sound mm-hmm. and uh, he does some Every at least once or twice a game, he does something that makes you go ooh and ah. But overall, he makes the right play and he plays winning basketball. So I think all of the fans down in Charlotte have something to cheer for. Mm-hmm. And I think he's restored the hope. I see the smile on your face. I see your the buzz your is back. back, BJ. Yeah, the buzz is back. You're walking around with your chest stuck out now, and you <laughs> should because LaMelo Ball is really, you can see that this young man not only is looking for the bright lights, he's actually, he's taking on the challenge and he's as good as advertised. Mm-hmm. He's really good. And yep. any young player that affects the bottom line, which is winning in this league, you got to take and you got to take a serious look. I, th- I think it's now time for him to seriously be considered a starter for that team. Mm-hmm. Because he, what he does is he really, he's very impactful, very impactful. And, you know, do I do do I dare say the following? This league is about two things. The top line, putting people in the seats mm-hmm. and the bottom line, winning games. Very rarely do you find a player that can affect both. You know, Tim Duncan, he affected the bottom line, but people weren't 
clamoring to see him play. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is one of the rare players that have that did both. People wanted to pay to see him. People wanted to, you know, and he obviously, you know, what he did as far as winning and losing in this league speaks for itself. Yep. Vince Carter is another player who people like to see him play. Yeah, when he came to town, people were like, I'm going to go watch Vince Carter play. But he didn't affect the bottom line mm-hmm. to the degree that some of the other players that I just mentioned earlier. LaMelo Ball is exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he throws a behind-the-back pass, gets a little tough dunk, triple-double, shoots <laughs> the three, does a spin move between the legs. Smiles the whole time. He's, yeah. he's a good-looking kid. He's got a great smile. Yep. And he wins. He's got the NBA's attention. <laughs> yep. Yep. He could sell some jerseys. You know, this kid. He's looking he like it. he could be the rookie of the year right now. Hey, could be. He 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 looks like he's ready now to play 30 plus minutes a game in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He really does. So, you know, good for the good for Charlotte. You guys should be walking around with a little confidence because from what I've seen in these first twenty games or so, they look like they got a good one, and uh, yeah. I've become a I've become a little fan. He's got my attention here as I'm flickering through my Directv. I always stop on Charlotte because uh, you never know what you're going to miss, and and he's he's delivering right now. Yeah, three game win streak for the Hornets, and uh, you know about three games ago there was a little rumbling. You know, Lavar Ball had made a comment about Lamelo starting. And guess what happens? They go on a three-game win streak. Uh, LaMelo gets a start because of a Terry Rozier injury. They get a nice win against the Miami Heat, a team that went to the finals, of course, last year. So uh, they beat the Bucks last weekend. They've had some nice momentum wins. And uh, you get when you can get a guy like Gordon Hayward and a guy like LaMelo Ball to relate. That's a nice backcourt right there. They I, enjoy I like playing that. with each I, other. That backcourt right there, you know, look, Devontae Graham and, and, and Terry Rozier and all those guys, those are really good NBA players. But LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward, they could be one of the best backcourts in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That could be. I'm not saying that one they are. One of the are. longest, one of the lengthiest backcourts in the NBA for sure. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm into length and all of those things. But <laughs> what I'm into is that can, can they perform? Yep. Okay. Can they do something versus Clay and Steph Curry? Answer mm-hmm. is yes. Can they do something against CJ McCullough and... Dame Lillard. Yep. And Damian Lillard, yes. And whoever else is supposed to be the next one-two combination in the league. They could do something every single night. This is what I like about those two in particular because offensively, LaMelo Ball has size, he can pass, and he's shooting the ball a little bit with much more consistency than I anticipated when he first came in this league. Yep. Again, you guys should really be walking around with a lot of confidence right now because this young man looks like he has a chance to do something. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid of the bright lights. I'm going to say that again. He's not afraid. Now, not, there aren't many players who can hold a spotlight on stage by themselves. LaMelo Ball looks like he's running to the light right now. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's not afraid of it. And he's also not not asking for it. Per se, but he's also like you said well, when they bring I up him starting. Not, he, I think he he, 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 he he seems like he's re- he's ready for it. You know what I mean? He's not he, being annoying and asking. I think about he it. is. Yeah. He has an advantage that he's seen his brother, Lonzo, 
He's been in, in this world, this basketball world. He's seen the ups and downs. And a lot of times you come into this business with illusions, like I'm a star. But what does that really mean? <laughs> like I'm a star. Somebody lied is what it means. Yeah, okay. So I don't think Lonzo really believes it. Lonzo's like, this is what I do. Like he plays a game with a level of confidence. He 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 acts much older than what he really is. Yeah, yeah, he's an old soul. Yep. He acts much older. He puts the ne- the way he plays, he puts the play behind him. It kind of reminds me a, a little bit of Luca because Luca was a pro at, at a very young age. And Luca, you know, things you learn older as you get older or playing professionally, you Kind of, you know, you say, oh, okay, he's 25. He's learned that. Well, this kid is like 19 or so, and he's already playing with that level of in, uh, of basketball intelligence. So he's like, where did he learn this? Well, he's been a pro for quite some time now. He's been playing around pros. He's been watching the pro game. And the thing is, is he moves on. So most of the rookies will probably hit a wall around game 40 or so. I don't think he will. I really don't. I don't think he will because he's already seen it. He's already <laughs> kind of prepared for it. He's already, I'm sure, you know, talking and watching his He's friends. expecting to hit that wall, so he's anticipating the wall and therefore probably yeah, won't and, hit the wall. And, and, yeah. and he, you know, and, 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 and I think he has – I like players who can't shoot. And the reason I like players who can't shoot is because – when you are a great shooter when you're young, you rely on that. Because if you shoot well, everyone assumes that you played well. Mm-hmm. When you don't shoot and you're not a great shooter when you're young, you have to learn to do other things to be impactful. He passes the ball extremely well. He rebounds the ball like, I mean, he'll get five, six, seven rebounds as a point guard. Like, that's unreal. That's like a big guy getting 15, 20 rebounds. I mean, he gets... There's no reason why he can't be somewhere between eight and 12 rebounds every single night mm-hmm. as your point guard. He has the size, athletic ability to be a really good defender because he's quick, he's athletic, he's long. And more importantly, you know what? He's got the size to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, you put shooting in there along with his ball handling ability and ability to finish with right with his right hand and his left hand. You're talking about something you, 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 you talk about something that you're cooking down there in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He learns how to shoot tape. It might be a rap. Yeah. And you got it might be like- a rap. He might be a better version of Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. Because Jason Kidd was one of the all time greats. But Jason Kidd was one thing he couldn't do. And even though he made probably, I think when he retired, he was like the number one, made the number one most threes ever in the history of the NBA when he retired. Yep. If this kid continues on the same path that we see early, he will have the same effect on the game, kind of like a Jason Kidd, because he could, he could play in a game, Tate, and not have to score and control the game. That's, that's, I've only seen a couple players ever do that. Like that's like Magic Johnson, Jason yep. Kidd, Larry Bird type stuff. Okay, yeah. this kid could not score a point and affect the game, and he mm. and you see that in the first fifteen to twenty games. Mm. He he is that type of player. So 
I'm going to watch him with, with great interest. Hopefully, he'll continue to blossom and mature as a player. But you know what? You got your day right now, my friend. Take take advantage of it. You, you yeah. got your day. I'm, I'm enjoying the day, and I think Hornets fans are excited. And I think, you know, like you said, all, all, the, all the above, you see – all of the foundational pieces to be someone that could be great. And that's that's exciting. And in fact, this entire draft, the top three guys, I've seen moments of them where you can kind of see, hey, they got something there, whether it be Anthony Edwards, whether it be James Wiseman, whether it be LaMelo Ball. So it, it was considered a weak class. These, these guys got no summer league. They got no training camp. Um, so I just want to, you know, reiterate that I'm impressed with these guys. You know, this yeah, is the kid, the one kid, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton with the Kings. With the Kings. Uh, quickly with the Knicks. Quickly has been a nice pickup. Uh, I, I like Obi Toppin. I know he got injured earlier, but he's yep. shown flashes. I like the kid Patrick Williams at yeah, with the Bulls. Yep. With the Bulls. So I, I, I'm really liking this draft. But right Cole now. Cole Anthony with the Magic has had some Cole great Cole Anthony is playing. Um, but right now, <laughs> the top guys have been LaMelo Ball and that kid, James Wiseman. I, I I just love him. I think he's... Yeah, he has a real shot to be something Yeah, I think really, long-term, really I think he he he's a star right now. Mm-hmm. You can see he's got star written all over him. But Anthony Edwards is going to be... A, he's going to be a 20-point scorer in this league. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. He can he can just squirt a ball. You could just look at him. He should and, be a comedian. He is like probably one of well, the funniest. Well, kids I think in the that's NBA. why it's funny because he's not trying to be funny. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> he, he he doesn't know he's funny yet. That's why it's funny. <laughs> that's why it's funny. He, but those one answers, uh, those those one answers that he has, whatever to all those questions. I, that is really funny. I like the kid. And um, so I'm, I'm excited about this class. I mean, this 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 draft class came in with a lot of eh, kind of iffy. But yep. these guys, this, this will be They're a good draft. I think some really good players. I think there's some all stars in this in, in this draft for sure. And you mentioned trying to find stars in the NBA. I think, uh, you know, that's what everyone in any business is trying to find stars. And last night, America found a new star in the NBA and it wasn't even on the court. I guess she was courtside. Uh, LeBron oh, James goes God. to Atlanta. Are you really going here? <laughs> Are you really going here? <laughs> You're not really going here. Are you, are, you, are you stupid to this level? Okay, I'll play along. Go ahead. I'll I just wanted along. to. I, I I just wanted to see if you saw it. I thought it was pretty hilarious. We haven't had fans, BJ, as you know. We've had a global pandemic, so there's been no fans. Uh, there's been no engagement between the players and the fans. We've we've had some great moments over the years. You uh, probably lived in the best era for the trash talking and the back and forth. You know, the, the Spike Lee era, as many people may call it. Um, but LeBron James gets in a little confrontation last night. A, a courtside fan and LeBron were going after it. I just it made me think one. Were you watching? And two, did it bring back any memories of, you know, maybe some times in your past where you had some some courtside situations? Uh, no, I've I, I've I, <laughs> did you no care. No courtside stuff like cameras. that doesn't bother me. Like, I just don't care enough to even like I don't care enough. That That's yeah, yeah, probably yeah. what it no, is. Like, OK, someone says something crazy. I just don't care. Like, yeah. literally, I didn't care then. I don't care now. Like, OK, you said what you said. Yeah. You paid your money to be there. Okay, I'm cool. I'm cool with you. You're cool with me. I'm not going to touch you. You don't touch me. <laughs> Say your stuff and keep it moving. I'm not, I'm just. Keep it pushing, yeah. I, 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 I that's, anyone who knows me, know, I just don't care. Like, literally, I don't care. Like, okay, 
Well, to, I think to you and I, we probably, you know, if, if so, if Courtside Karen's calling me a little bitch, you know, like, like I'm probably going to laugh, you know, at that. Cause it, yeah, it's pretty yeah. hilarious. I'm just, you know? I, I just, don't, I, I just like, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't even acknowledge that. Like, I don't even yeah. acknowledge you. Okay. I, I, it's just, I don't know where I got that from. I just, okay. All right. Whatever. I think Detroit. I'm going to, I'm going to give, yeah, I just, I, I, I've been called worse. I've been called worse. Okay. <laughs> What are you? What are y'all gonna do? Like, you're gonna go home and go to sleep. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what we're all gonna do. We're all gonna leave the arena and go home and go to sleep. There, uh, you, you, what, what, what is the player gonna do? What's the player gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Hopefully, well, laugh. I think yeah, exactly. Okay, you, that's a laugh. She got her five minutes of fame. Yeah, yeah. I think it was about two minutes and fifty seconds of fame. Two minutes. Got, of, and then right. we threw. And, and then, then okay. We're and then forever. we're gonna. Uh, okay, let's move on. I'm, they I'm, lost I'm, a viewer. They lost a viewer. Yeah, uh, they, they lost me. I, I, I'm, I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. The fifty-fifth big game is this weekend. Fifty-five football games. A game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. To finish off the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players a no-brainer of an offer to celebrate football's finale. DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. I think that's going to happen. That's right. All it takes is for one touchdown to be scored Sunday night, and boom, your money is doubled. Sounds like a no-brainer. As if this game wasn't enough reason to party with double the cash you'll be celebrating till next season, DraftKings has paid over 7 billion dollars to its players since 2012 so they know a thing or two about big paydays download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Tate to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game that's promo code Tate to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night season finale only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older New Jersey Indiana or Colorado only restrictions apply see DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Back to Pushing Through. Final thing this week, our favorite thing that we do every week, the NBA updated power rankings, BJ. I got the list for you. Midas pulled it for us oh. from, from Bleacher Report. I know you're going to be fired up for this, and Midas is essentially uh, the most fired up I've seen him. Number one on the list, your Philadelphia 76ers. Number two on the list, the Utah Jazz. Number three, the Los Angeles Clippers. Number four, the Los Angeles Lakers. And number five, and probably the most interesting on this top five list, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the, the the team that is living in chaos, a, a cloud of chaos. The team that gives up, you know, 140 points, it seems, on average. All right. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about this list, BJ? Yeah, how's, I, how's I'm, I'm, I'm going to really... Pontificate. All right, I got to be, I, I, I gotta be my, my grouchy self now, right? right you know yeah, what I mean? Okay. Let's do it. Philly. That's the best team in the NBA right now. That's what they're saying. Coach coach of the month, Eastern Conference coach of the month, Glenn Rivers. Had a nice little zone. Number two exercise. is Utah. I saw the Utah game. <laughs> I saw the Utah. I, I saw the Utah Denver game on Sunday. Yep. They were down by 40 at one point. Mm-hmm. Jokic was unbelievable in that game. Career high. Okay, so I want to know how they're number 47 two. points for the Joker. Okay. <laughs> the number five team. Yep. Is Brooklyn. How? Houseway, yeah. How? Mm-hmm. W- 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 
how, why, worst, what? worst defensive team in the league. Uh, and maybe the history. Yeah, maybe yeah, the maybe. history of basketball. Yeah. Right now, this team couldn't guard its shadow. Mm-hmm. But they if could I was cross up room, that shadow. If I was in a room and the Brooklyn Nets were left there to guard that room, I'm taking money that I get out of that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that they've had eight players have their career highs uh, since they made the trade. Right now, the Brooklyn Knicks can't be a top five team. Now, if you said three-on-three basketball, okay. Right now, this team can't be a top five team. It just can't be right now. So let's stop with the lists and all of the things. The number one team right now in basketball right now is the L.A. Clippers. Mm -hmm. They're the best team right now. Most consistent team. They're, they're, no the best team in ba- they're the yep. best team in basketball right now, playing right now. Now, will they be the best at the end of the season? Who knows? But right now, they're the best team. The second best team right now is the L.A. Lakers. Yep. The L.A. Lakers are the best team. They, 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 they hang around. They go on the road. They had a bad loss. But you know what? You know, Detroit played well. But they, they're, 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 they have probably throughout the entire year, if you said they were number one, I couldn't argue it. Because yeah. they've been the most consistent. Out they're, of they're, they're the champions, so you just give them the benefit of the doubt. They're whatever. the second best team. The third best team is probably the Sixers right now. Yep. They're probably the third best team in the NBA. Fourth best team, I'm going to reluctantly say this, is the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. They were but on we a 10-game... Yeah, we, we talked about there. They were all yeah, ten game winning streak, streak, you know. But that's what they do in January. We're, we're still waiting. We're on to a see ten if they game streak. The hump, yeah, get over the hump. You have a game. I would have liked to have seen a more competitive game, especially versus a team that knocked them out of the playoffs. So it wasn't like this was a team where they weren't prepared for or what or they didn't get up for. No, Denver just said we're better than you and we're going to show you. And Jokic took that matchup personal. That was a yep. personal matchup. He took it. It was a. He was like, okay, I'm the best center in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Man had 47 points or whatever against Gobert. Now, I'm going to say they're the best team because they won 10 out of 11. That's about all I can say right now. Yeah, yeah. By the record, by the way, they. Like but I'm going to give yeah. them credit. One bad game, but I didn't like how they played against a formidable opponent. That was an opponent where some games you check off on the list. They didn't meet that elite level, which I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Fifth best team right now in the NBA is the Denver Nuggets. Mm. They're, 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 they're the fifth best team in the league. Okay. Brooklyn, no. No, they can't be. Could they be? We certainly keep waiting on it. We keep waiting, but... Giving up 149 points to the Washington Wizards certainly didn't put any, didn't give me any reason to say that's the fifth best team in the NBA. I mean, and to be up five with nine seconds left and to lose well, the game. I mean, it, it's all happened before. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and pretend like it didn't happen to me. I, I've, yeah, I've lost yeah. games before in the NBA, that's, but I maybe thought I should have won. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to be the old guy to say, Look at everything. No, I've, I've done the same thing. <laughs> okay. We've all been there, done that. If you haven't, you're lying. Yep. Okay. The thing about them that disturbs me is they're not providing the effort and energy necessary to even be a good defensive team. I'm not saying you are, but at least provide the effort and energy. You can't keep giving up these astronomical, 
numbers on, on in the game by the opponent scoring, you know, 125. There's just no way you can do that and and mm-hmm. and 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 win in this league at a championship level. Now, do they have enough offense to outscore you know teams? Yeah, they're going to win their share because they can outscore you. But are you going to win at the elite level that we're talking about? No. So mm. I can't – I expect more from them. Mm. That's why they can't be in my top five right now. You can't keep giving up 100 – that's more points than you get in an NBA All-Star game. Yep. At least in the NBA All-Star game, we say they're not going to play defense. It's Matador defense. I mean, that's, that's yeah, Well, it's thing. not even Matador defense. This right now is <laughs> – this is of concern to me because this isn't ha- – okay, it wasn't just one game. This has been fairly consistent now. Mm-hmm. This is a this is this is an issue, okay. And 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 if you want to put another team that's there, Milwaukee seems to keep trucking along here, right? They they keep mm-hmm. trucking along. People aren't talking about them because of the loss and the defeat they had last year in the bubble. But so those are like the top six or seven teams that I see right now. But there's no way that Brooklyn is in the top five at this moment. Mm. And uh, I just want to be clear about that. I, I I can't that that narrative. Come on, like let's call it like let's call it like we see it. And, and uh, there's no you're not looking at the NBA game if you got Brooklyn in the top. You're just not looking at the game. You're just looking at the the guys they have on the roster and the expectations when you have you know three MVP caliber players on one team. But on the flip side of that, the, the last thing before we get out of here, I just want to mention the Rockets. So the Rockets are now you know the best team, right. the best defensive team in the NBA since trading James Harden. They have hmm. uh, we talked about the Wow era, um, you know that that Mad Max brought up. They've been a different team. They they seem very connected. They seem very locked in. You've seen Christian Wood, John Wall. These guys take leaps. You've seen Cousins have some big games. So. Uh, the Rockets, on the flip side, they have turned into a really good defensive team. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Well, I, I, you know, I think I said it here last week. This is a very dysfunctional league. And the people who do best in this league are dysfunctional. They have some dysfunctional personalities. And they can function in this. Mm-hmm. There's something dysfunctional about my personality where I feel comfortable in this environment. Coach Silas has gone down there and has had every reason to fail. Yep. He's had every reason. He didn't lose one MVP player. He lost two MVP players in Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Revamped his entire roster. And somehow, some way, they're playing pretty good basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty remarkable. I want to give him the credit because he has kept the ship afloat and they're continuing to move. And now everyone's saying things like, oh, well, they're the best defensive team. They got the best (laughs) defensive rating. They got the best whatever. What I do know is that those players understand that, you know what, it's it's going to be a little rough out here sometime. Mm -hmm. But you got to give credit. He's got Boogie playing. He's got John Wall playing. Oladipo, he's playing. Mm-hmm. Christian Wood, he's playing. Eric Gordon, he's playing. And the thing is, he's doing this without a training camp. The protocol for the NBA, they aren't practicing. Mm-hmm. And he's somehow got all of these people in this environment to come in and figure out how to play and, and perform. And most importantly, they're winning. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Now, that's a very difficult thing to do. So I want to give a shout out to Coach Silas and his staff because he's doing this without practicing. Mm. He's doing this without like, it's not like you can go to practice and training camp and all those things and Ola Depot. And, and so for him to be able to have an offense and defensive scheme that he can do this on the fly and involve and, and, and get people to buy in and fit in and he must understand something. But this, yeah, he, is a, this is a lesson for everybody to learn. And, uh, you know, his dad, obviously, one of the best coaches around. And, you know, he comes from a basketball family, so we know that he knows what's up. And, uh, you know, shout out to Steven Silas. I feel like he's one of those guys that will get his due as the year goes on. And as this team continues to find their identity tonight, we have, I think, a really interesting matchup, BJ, for, for our show and for the public at large. We have the Los Angeles Clippers. You say that they're the best team in basketball. And they're taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, on TNT uh, today at 7.30 Eastern. So uh, that is a game that I think it will be a fun litmus test. You know, there's a lot of connective tissue between those two teams. You know, Kevin Durant at one time thought about going to L.A. with Kawhi. Um, you know, the, the Nets are basically the Clippers of the East <laughs> when you think about how their team is constructed. The um, Nets are the Clippers of the East. That's pretty funny. And, uh, you know, being in a New York City, not being the, the franchise, you know, in that city, you know, all those things connect. So that'll be a fun game. So I think we'll watch that. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, BJ, anything else before we get out of here? I got nothing. I I, I want to watch this game tonight. Uh, I think it'll be a great matchup. With I like uh, I like KD Kawhi. I, I think that's uh, that's good for the game. KD Kawhi. Mm. I think that, 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 got Celtics Warriors afterwards as well. So yeah, got some so good a lot of good basketball here. But uh, I, I'm going to watch the game. I appreciate you guys letting me be the. Uh, I I like that. Uh, I'm sorry I brought up courtside Karen. We won't yeah, do that anymore, the, the but, courtside uh, thing. Other is, than that, other than that, we had a great show. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. Keep me out of those conversations. You know, that's. <laughs> I I I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like my grandmother used to say, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. You know my, what I mean? Yeah. My grandma so, said the same thing. Yeah. We, we had wise South, words. Yeah. And uh, those were kind <laughs> words. And I, and I took that to heart. So we're here. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to say. You know yeah. what? Yeah. My mom but, says, just be nice. You know, just like, uh, we'll be know, nice. Can't be always nice. be nice, but I can, you know, <laughs> but I can be honest. <laughs> well, there you have it. Another episode of Pushing Through. We appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll watch the games tonight. Stay tuned, and we'll be back on Thursday.